He launched Texting Base. He's now up to almost 500 customers, each paying 50 bucks a month, so about 25 grand in monthly recurring revenue. He's managed to get his churn down to 3% per month. His CAC is only 18 bucks, which is great, so they're growing. His gross margin is 78%, uh, even considering that he has to pay messaging fees, 0.06 cents, uh, to his uh, text messaging providers. Again, focused on helping these customers do text message marketing at scale. He still owns 50.1% of the company. The rest of the cap table is split up among employees and a portion of it, 20% to the next capital raise. They've raised 262 grand so far. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year -year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This database... I keep it to myself, it's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. This is episode 776. Coming up tomorrow morning, I interview Masterclass founder, David. And I asked simply, David, will you win the online course wars? Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eric Beans. He is the CEO of Texting Base. Before that, he was the CEO of a company called App UIX. He was also the former co-founder of Premier Mortgage Capital, along with author of Changing the World Through Texting Software. He's also done production. He was the producer and writer for LA Style Magazine, uh, Chief Beans on Daytime. Eric, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. What Thank is, you for having me. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. What does Chief Beans on daytime mean? It's Chef Beans. Uh, I was oh, actually got a chef it. On a show that, that aired in 98 markets. That's very cool. Okay, so why why go from cooking to texting based, which I assume is texting software? Yeah, I, well, I was never really a chef. I, I the the person who ran that show, I made food for her at about 12 at night, and I think her uh, taste buds may have been. Um, a little bit inflated at that particular moment in time. So she invited me on the show. I did it and it was a lot of fun. That's very cool. So what is texting based and how do you make money? Um, texting base is a, is a personalized mass communication platform, um, for texting. It's actually very similar to what you do on the email side. Uh, so we schedule messages, create groups and reach out to people from local numbers. So the magic of our system is it will seem like you wrote messages personally to a lot of people, assuming you write it the right way. And then it becomes a bi-directional chat. Um, we make money by uh, charging people a subscription and they get a certain amount of messages per month for that subscription to use the product. So it's a, a pure SAS model. SAS, so it's a good SaaS model there. And what do people pay on average per month? Uh, 50 is our minimum plan. Um, and people pay up to, you know, thousands, depending on whatever usage they have to, they have to do on average though. What would you say across your customer base is 50? Our mean, our mean is 50. Yeah. Most okay. people go with the min plan Got and it. Uh, build up from there when they need it. And how many customers are you serving currently? 
Um, we're approaching 500. Oh, so wow. we, yeah, so we're, we're uh, growing pretty quickly and, you know, trying to trying to keep on going in that direction. So all, all is well right now, knock on wood. And I mean, can I do the math 500 times 50? Assume you're doing about 20, 25,000 bucks a month in recurring revenue. Correct. It's it's a, it's in that area. That's a very solid Virginia Tech math. There, there you go, man. Yeah, another hokey on the show. That's good. Now, Eric, have you bootstrapped this or have you raised capital? Uh, both. I, I started bootstrapping it, got the MVP out, uh, raised capital, and uh, you know it's been a combination of, of self grind and, and a little bit of money on the outside. How much have you raised to date total? Um, $262,000. It's very specific, right? Is this a friends and family round? Grandma wanted to put an extra two hundred two grand, so that's where you get the 62 from? I, I, I wish. My family has the ability, but I didn't go to them. I, I actually went to um, uh, friends, people that I worked with in business, and then a couple outside investors. You know, we have the former COO of AOL um, is, is one of our investors. Who is uh, that? Uh, Kimberly Partol. Okay. Uh, and then we have a former VP of HSN, and we have... Uh, a guy, Brett Kingstone, who was a, a former CEO of a publicly traded company, is one of the investors. So we've got a, a nice potpourri of, of uh, people from different niches that we can leverage um, to help get us where we're going. Now, most SaaS companies have a gross margin of you know, 85 90% because the only costs above the line are server expenses and maybe processing fees. I imagine with texting, you tie into something like Twilio and have a fixed cost structure. What is your gross margin? Um, it's about 566% uh, basically. Um, and when I say basically, you know, you have to, you have to sort of, um, it's hard to, to pin down because of those server costs and the variable costs associated with it. But the raw uh, margin is about 566 and that actually goes up. Um, Wait, what do you mean? What, margin is typically a percentage between zero and a hundred. What do you mean 566? Oh, oh, uh, 566% of our, of our actual costs. Uh, my, my, I'm misreading how you're, how you're asking asking it so so basically i'll walk you through it if our cost per message is about uh, 0.06 of a penny uh -huh. and we're charging four cents a penny um you know that's kind of you mean the, four the cents a text yeah four cents a four cents a text that's so let correct. me let me extrapolate that real quick so if you're making 25 grand per month how yeah. much in that month are you spending on that 0.06 cents about thirty six hundred dollars okay um, somewhere around there Okay, got it. So that's like call it fifty call it fourteen percent of your cost structure currently is is that messaging fee. Correct. Okay, and then what other costs do you have above the line? Um servers, software, employees, you know, you're just, basic a, just above just above the line, not not SGNA, oh. not like employees or marketing spend, et cetera. Well, our, our server costs run between $380, and now they're going to be more because we're actually running two concurrent server infrastructures while we do some additional porting over. So our server costs right now are running about $900 a month. Okay, so we're up to about that's $3,600 plus $900, so $4,600 per month. What other costs do you have above the line? What about processing fees on, on money? Um, you know, it's it's your standard, you know, uh, three three percent processing, uh, you know, two point five, depending on whatever we're actually running through there. But you know, our costs are our costs are pretty low. It's a nice business model overall. Got it. So um, two point five percent processing fee on twenty five grand. What is that like? You're like five hundred bucks, something like that. Five hundred bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you've got about fifty five hundred bucks. That's costs above the line that are required for you to run your business to get that twenty five grand in revenue. So I mean, you're still pretty healthy there. I mean, that's that puts you at what about seventy eight, seventy nine percent gross margin, something like that. 
I like it. Yeah. yeah you're doing the, doing the math for me better than I can. <laughs> well, no, I know a lot of these companies that are built on top of texting. The biggest thing that eats into their profit is the fee, is the, the fee they have to pay to send out the text to the provider. Correct. How did you get your, how'd you negotiate? I mean, is 0.06 cents low. How'd you get such a low rate? Um, we negotiated it. So we actually signed a contract for volume. Um, the more volume you do, the, the lower your costs are. But uh, we, we, the traditional cost for it is three quarters of a penny. Um, and because we got over a certain threshold, we negotiated with uh, Twilio directly and uh, were able to reduce our, our monthly uh, cost per, per transaction. Down to six one hundredths, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Going from three fourths to six one hundredths. What volume did you have to commit to to get that kind of deal? Um, well, originally with thousand dollars a month, uh, in the next level, the next iteration, there, there's actually tiers at a thousand and five thousand. So our next iteration for where we're going to get an additional uh, break is at the uh, five thousand dollar a month level. So you're currently paying about a grand per month to get down to that point oh six cents. Um, that we've committed to a minimum. That's okay. our minimum. So it really doesn't affect uh, you know our overall. That's. That's just our twelve thousand dollars a year is what we've committed to Twilio, uh -huh. and then um, you know as we get to the next level and we're not that far away, we'll be able to uh, sign in another contract to to continue to lower our, lower our costs. And give me more of the backstory here. So, what year did you launch this company in? Um, I started in two thousand twelve. I was in banking. Um, I needed this product. Nobody had it, uh, so I, I left banking and started building it. Of course, you know I knew building a business was going to be twice as long and twice as much. So I factored that in, and it still ended up being twice as long and twice as much as my doubling. So um, it took about three and a half years. And part of that's because my team, we had to take on additional projects just to be able to fund them and pay yeah. their salary. What is your team at now? Um, we have a, an engineer up in Maryland uh, who does back-end work in programming. We have a programmer down in Orlando, uh, a user interface uh, professional in Orlando, uh, an attorney that I'm married to, and myself. <laughs> okay, so call it four or five total. Correct. Okay, and what is the – take me through some of the, the kind of the growth story here. So you have 500 customers. How are you yeah. finding these customers? Um, well, originally we targeted mortgage providers and real estate providers. Mm -hmm. So I, I how that was like what, when you targeted though, you go to the conferences for them or LinkedIn forums or what? Oh no, um, we started out with emailing blasts, you know, and using different email lists through third-party providers that had those lists. Um, I started using personal connections. And uh, with the personal connections, I actually used our product. So I started loading in my connections into texting base, keeping in touch with them for holidays and and using the product to stay in touch with people. And, and that's really blossomed. So mostly email and texting. So what's a website somebody can go to to find one of these third parties that will kind of tell you what lists are for sale if they wanted to find, you know, copy a similar strategy? Um, great question. Um, I stopped using that provider a while ago. We actually started building our own list about three years ago. There's a there's a provider that I used for years. Um, I just can't remember. Oh, you can't remember. Them. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. But that's how you started. You, you you paid X amount of money to get access to these lists, and then you converted Correct. those people in. And now you're doing that plus a combination of building your own plus a combination of your own personal stuff. Yes. Correct. Okay. Very cool. What about um? So so obviously it costs money to get access to those lists. What is your customer acquisition cost? Um, it's gone from about $28 and 47 cents down to $18 in okay. that range. Okay. Um, and mostly because we've started compiling our own data, you know, mm -hmm. it was a real push of mine to get our own data. So we didn't have to, you know, pay a penny of, uh, an email. And, and what's your churn what look like relative to that CAC? So like how long do customers stay with you? 
Um, good question. Our current turn is about 2.87%, but you know, monthly or annually? Rewind, uh, monthly. Okay. Um, rewind a rewind a um, a year, and, and it was much higher. I think it was closer to eight percent for for a month um, a year ago. So we're we're changing things around and keeping people longer, making them happier. So just to be clear, if you start the year with 100 customers and you have three percent gross churn per month, you're going to lose about 30. What is it? 36 of those by the end of the year. <laughs> Correct. Okay, yeah. got it. And and what do you assume lifetime value is on these guys paying fifty bucks a month? Um, that is a great question. You have done done research on that. I haven't really compiled our numbers yet. Uh -huh. It's a little too early because we've been out for about eighteen months to understand how long we're going to keep customers and what it, what an average customer is. Yeah. Plus, we're getting ready to raise our, our our costs here or our minimum price here in the next couple months. Yeah. Um, and we just did in the beginning of the year. You know, right now what I'm seeing and what I expect is that people will stay with us if we're making them money. We tend to become a lot more more. Um, you know, people tend to like us a lot more once they start to make money with our product. We don't have contracts. So, um, you know, we'll see. It's a different type of model because I don't lock people in. Um, I'm hoping that the product does that does that for them. Last month, what did you spend just on paid acquisition? Um, last month was a higher month because I did actually pay-per-clicks. I started pay-per-click uh, for the first time, but I didn't have any data costs. Um, so we paid, uh, I think, 800 and some dollars last month for... Uh, from 850 for pay-per-click okay. uh, costs. And that was your total kind of digital ad spend, was that? Yeah. Okay, very cool. And what about like the cap table? Do you own 100% of the business or was that 262 grand that you raised in equity round where you gave some to investors? Um, I gave some to investors. Uh, you know, I've kind of set my minimum at 50.1. I know it's fairly useless because you have voting shares and you can keep control that way. Um, so, so I'm aware, but that's sort of my target. I have about 20.5% of the company available for a capital raise right now, and the rest is allocated to investors and, and the people that are building the product. Uh, everybody building the product owns part of the part of the product. So just to be clear, you have 50.1%, 20.5% is allocated towards your next capital raise, and the other, call it 29.5%, is dedicated towards kind of employees and, and like a big equity pool. Correct, yes. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail, set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Very, very cool. Eric, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, you know, it's interesting you asked. I just read the uh, Bill, uh, not the Bill Gates book, Steve Jobs book, a different guy, but he was in there. Um, you know, I don't really have a favorite business book. I've tried to get through a lot. I read more articles these days. What's the so one I'm you gonna... just read? 
Uh, the the uh, Jobs uh, biography. Steve Jobs bio, yeah. Okay, good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yeah, actually, uh, I, I follow a lot with Brett Kingstone, who's one of my uh, one of my uh, business partners. So uh, you know, he's been connected. He was actually in in his room. Uh, Sun Microsystems started, so he's done a lot of things throughout the years. Uh, run a publicly traded company, and I've got the opportunity to be mentored and ask questions from him. Number three, uh, what's your favorite on? online tool like Acuity Scheduling? Um, my favorite online tool for Q like Acuity Scheduling. Um, Man, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I'm gonna have to get. What's a tool back that you use a lot? Oh, my own. Besides <laughs> your own. Uh, that's, that's a cop out answer, but uh, but that's you know I I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. I, just I can't think, think about like how you like, run your business, like whether it's payroll or your own managing your own marketing spend or time tracking oh, or God. email or. Yeah, Gusto is one I use a lot for payroll. It saves me a lot of time. It's okay. five, it takes me about five seconds to run payroll, so no, I, I like that. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I have a newborn, so I'm going to say about four okay. these days. <laughs> and how many kids total do yeah. you have? I have two. two. I have an 11-year-old and a one-year-old. Okay, and you said you're married, and how old are you? I am 43 years old. All right, Eric. Last question. Take us back 23 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, I wish my 20-year-old self knew to make better choices on who I surrounded myself with. A lot of the people I thought were winners that, that had my best interest in mind uh, certainly didn't. You know, I was loyal to a lot of people that I may, may uh, have been better off not being loyal to, but I don't regret it. You know, it got me where I am, but uh, that's what I'd probably tell my 20-year-old self. There. Start to use your talents, focus on one thing, get it done, and and stop being so scattered to try to be the best at everything. That's what I would tell my 20-year-old self. There you guys have it from Eric Beans. He launched Texting Base. He's now up to almost 500 customers, each paying 50 bucks a month, so about 25 grand in monthly recurring revenue. He's managed to get his churn down to 3% per month. His CAC is only 18 bucks, which is great, so they're growing. His gross margin is 78%, uh, even considering that he has to pay messaging fees, 0.06 cents, up to his uh, text messaging providers again focused on helping these customers do text message marketing at scale he still owns 50.1 percent of the company the rest of the cap table is split up among employees and a portion of it 20 percent to the next capital raise they've raised 262 grand so far eric thank you for taking us to the top you're a great man thank you so much thanks for having me if you enjoyed today's episode with Eric, go back and listen to Andy yesterday. He founded a fintech company and came on the show and said, Nathan, I will never raise capital again. And it's not because he's stupid. Tune in to find out why. That was yesterday's episode.